Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. Pachinetti, my normal co-host, is stuck on It's a Small World, and uh, our other new co-host, what's his name? Chuck Fitzgerald. He's uh, probably stuck in a glacier somewhere because he's like Southern Canadian, you know, so... He's up in Buffalo, so it's probably snowing over there. So to counteract my craziness, we have some awesome Mickey Dude commentators. From Chicago, Illinois, we have the one and only Tim Schweska. When Terminator 2 Rise of the Machines becomes a thing, I will kill the machines myself. Good to know. We also have from across the pond, Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. Yes, yes, you are. And speaking of that, it's time for another dad joke from our South Carolinian. I got it this time. Kyle Ostrander. South Carolinian. Oh, okay, whatever. Yes, I started a band called 999 Megabytes. You don't have a gig? We don't have a gig. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> that one's one of my personal favorites. So, guess what? I'm not use that again. And before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, Kyle. Yes, sir. You being a resident DVCer, what is being offered currently on the DVC resale uh, re- resale market? Well, I'm actually at DVC resale market, one of our awesome sponsors, and. First one I'm pull up is you got a new listing for Animal Kingdom. You got uh, looks like they already used their points for 2017, so that's passed. You got 26 points the rest of the year and 225 points when um, April 2019 come around. Buyer pays 18 dues uh, on 26 points. Excellent. And for the latest listings on DVC resale, check out our our website dvcresale.com. Tonight we are recording on June, sorry, July 8th. So by the time this comes out the following Thursday, they will be updated. So make sure you go to them for all your DVC shopping needs. And gentlemen, with that, let's start today's show. So we've been having a lot of fun doing what we've uh, dubbed as the restaurant romp. Here we take a section of Walt Disney World property usually by resort areas, and we go to various different restaurants. We visit four restaurants for different different aspects of a meal. So we start off in one restaurant, we go for cocktails. After that, we move to another restaurant for appetizers. We then move to the next restaurant for our entree, and we finish off with our fourth restaurant for for dessert. Today, I thought rather than do a... um, resort area per se 
there are really some great offerings in Disney Springs. So I figured, let's check out Disney Springs. Uh, there is no um, budget on this. Uh, the mm-hmm. only one stipulation is that they have to be restaurants with table service. So there has to be a waiter involved. And one of the reasons is because we can then later on revisit this series and stretch it to a restaurant romp using quick service. So it's kind of a way to recycle shows but still keep it inventive and new. So that's one of my better uh, forms of thinking lately. So with that said, gentlemen, let's start our Disney Springs uh, restaurant romp at any time. Or um, you can stop at Joffrey's Tea Traders or one of the Joffrey stands for a coffee drink from our sponsors, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea. You can also get anything else that they offer there in terms of a beverage. So we're going to... Okay. Sound fun, gentlemen? Good, good. Yes. All righty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, since, Tim, since you were the last one to uh, validate me, we're going to start off with you, and we're going to start off with the cocktail round. Where are you going, and what are you getting? I am heading to Raglan Road, and I am going to sample some of their fine Irish pot still and uh, single malt whiskeys and some of their scotch whiskeys. That, uh, that is where I'll stop, um, and that is where I'm going to start. They have a great selection of uh, Irish and Scotch whiskeys, the great atmosphere. There's always good music in there. Uh, I've never failed to find a couple of people in there to chat up, and it's, it's just always been a good time. Excellent. Steven, then Kyle. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't know the difference between a lounge and a bar, so... Uh... <laughs> The name, that's head. it. They're pretty much the same thing. Right. Okay, so yeah. I'll head over to Jock Lindsay's. And I'll have a cocktail in there. Uh, when I was there in October last year, I had one of the cool-headed monkey cocktails, which has got African rum, got tangerine liqueur, uh, lime juice and watermelon and pineapple juice. And I thought it was going to be a wee bit more sort of you know, it's a sweet bit. It's, it's got quite a good sort of bite to it. You know, it's really quite sharp. Uh, but the good thing about that is it's it's served in a a monkey head cup, uh, which I thought was quite quite amusing, especially when everybody walks past and you're drinking it a monkey head, and they're going, well, "What the hell's that?" So I'll I'll start in there and have one of them. Okay, and Kyle. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to put my drink. Anyway, I'm going to head over to the Edison. And since uh, not, they, they do not have a libation menu on here that I can see, I'm just going to go grab me a good old-fashioned Sam Adams Boston Lager. It's good to go. It's one of my favorites, probably my favorite beer of all time. Good way to start off, and I'll get three or four for the road. That's interesting. I like I like the whole Sam collection, but for some reason the Boston Lager mm-hmm. is my least favorite. I like I rather the yeah. seasonals before I go for the lager. It's it's a nice standby for me, but it's it's interesting. It shows to each its own. 
like Boston Lager, I can drink all day long. All the seasonal, they have like one or two. They're all a little too sweet for my taste. Okay. I see that. It's it's still good. I don't, I don't hate them. And I am going to pull a Chuck sort of and cheat on this one because I'm going to go over to Homecoming and I'm going to get a Moonshine Flight. They have a whole bunch of homemade, well, I guess restaurant-made moonshines, but they're the ones that end up uh, brewing this hooch. So I'm going to ask the servers which ones, you get three of them. I'm going to ask them which ones they think is the best to uh, go for on this to kind of start off my night. And Kyle, you were making some faces on that. Care to explain? Back when I was about 23 years old, my buddy had a bachelor's party and he brought some moonshine, not some uh, legal moonshine. And instead of, you know, take a drink and pass, it was take a drink, pass, and get back to Kyle for some reason. I don't know what it was. (laughs) And uh, ever since then, it's kind of like when you smell, like when college kids smell Jägermeister after they got sick, they can't stand stand the smell of Jägermeister. I can't stand the smell of moonshine, any flavor whatsoever, especially apple pie. Oh, God. I mean, I'll okay. start gagging. <laughs> Fair enough. Negative. My one moonshine story is not one for uh, the airwaves of this show, but it involved moonshine struggled home from the Republic of Georgia. And it was at my local bar with one of my uh, friends who happens to be very well-traveled. And I don't know how he got this stuff through customs, but he got it back. And uh, let's just say bad things happened that night. And we'll leave moonshine it at that. Moonshine is never a good thing at all. Never. I'm okay. sure there's a reason why they made it illegal, you know? <laughs> so, gentlemen. And the, stuff you're get, and the stuff you're getting now in stores is not really moonshine. It's malt liquor. Good to know. Mm-hmm. All right, so gentlemen, I'm going to ask you uh, to keep this order and to comment on each because right now I seem to be having my uh, neighbor being a little bit more annoying than usual, and the TV in the paper-thin walls from the next apartment is really going loud, and it's kind of giving me some interference, so I'm going to mute my mic for a little while. I will come back on for my... Uh, appetizer but to then round two appetizers tim where are you going okay uh i am heading to paddlefish and i am getting the seafood tower it says it serves four but guess what we just celebrated our independence and i am independent and i am getting a four person tray so for for one well, no, I'm inviting three people. <laughs> There's no way I could take that thing down. <laughs> but it's, can I, uh, can it's I come? I'm going to be doing that later too, so I'll allow it. Well, see here, here we go. You know what? There's, there's, there's already four of us. So yeah, we're all heading to Paddlefish, and you're going to help me eat my appetizer. Uh, going to slam down some uh, snow crab legs, some mussels, some oysters, shrimp, and I am going to top it all off with a nice Sierra Nevada pale ale, just a nice, clean, crisp pale ale to complement the uh, seafood taste and that's where I will uh, that's where I'll be having my appetizer Sierra Nevada and seafood is amazing Sierra Nevada pale is solid it is it's one of those mainstays that 
it's it's been here for so long. I think some people forget about it, and mm-hmm. it's it's always killed it. It's always killed. Yes, it. very good stuff right there. Yeah, well, I'm going to head over to Paddlefish as well. It seems to be quite a popular restaurant. I was earlier on, this is I don't tend to eat in Disney Springs. This is really just quick service, that stuff I do. This is so, looking at the, the menus earlier on today, uh, Paddlefish really looked as if it could hit the mark. So I'm going to sit down to have a, a crab ceviche. Uh, so it's going to be blue crab, avocado, bell peppers, jalapenos, which I love. You know, anything with a wee bit of spice in it. Uh, some cilantro and lime on tortillas. Uh, I think that'd be just be a, a great way to sort of start a, a meal. Just a light and tasty crab. Uh, only got any crab a, a few years ago, uh, big style, but it's it's really tasty. So I'd hit that up. Not a big drinker when I'm actually eating, so I'll, I'll probably just have a, a Coke or something like that with that. Uh, or even just a glass of sparkling which uh, helps things go down. What about you, Kyle? All right, I'm going to actually head over to uh, Wine Bar George. Um, brand new. I, again, don't ask me when it opened up, but I'm a little, a little uh, intrigued by it. They got some pretty good appetizers, small plates, and what I, what I am drawn to is a charcuterie board. I am a fan of charcuterie. Um, nothing really uh, good description on here. Four artisanal meats, chutney, and grain mustard. Now, if there's anything like the one I had over at Misner's Lounge, it's going to be excellent. I'm ex- I'll be excited about it, no problem. And since I don't know anything about wine, I'm going to ask my server, give me a recommendation. That's not where well, I saw one down here, $85 for a glass. Get the sommelier out, and he'll give you a nice wee tincture to go along with that yeah i was found a krug grande cuvee 165th edition champagne france 75 dollars a glass no 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 no. i'm gonna go for this eight dollar glass chardonnay down here it's gonna see if we can use the mickey dude's credit count dave's using it right now so i can't actually got a pretty good beer selection too actually chuck took the credit card because that was one of the um Stipulations of him becoming a host. He gets to use the credit card. Ah. Uh, yeah. Does I know him to go the champagne or the bottle of wine the last time? It was like four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he would. What he doesn't know one. is I changed and I put it in his name, so <laughs> Chucky, knock yourself out. Bill goes to him. Yeah. I think charcuterie is quite good as long as it can keep cold. I don't like charcuterie when it's you're heading up to room temperature. Yeah. It's, it's, ugh, it's just not a nice feeling. It's, just, had, if it's kept cold, it was really good. The one I had at Misner's was not cold. It was ch- a little chill to it. Uh-huh. And it had um, duck liver on it. Like, uh, what's that stuff? Frog raw? Frog roll? Whatever? Uh-huh. Frog that was amazing. Yes, that was... Uh-huh. I, no, I doesn't say it on here, but I'm going to have to ask for a side of that stuff. That's pretty, that's pretty good stuff right there. I think you might be needing a credit card then. <laughs> yeah, I might. Well, good to know. And I'm actually going to head over to a bar for this one. And I'm going to go over to uh, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start off with some carbs. I'm going to have the Air P- Pirates Pretzels. 
which is a flight of everything pretzels with spicy German mustard and a beer cheese fondue. Kind of everything tastes better with cheese, so I figure I have to incorporate it somewhere into the meal. So and I'm going to incorporate it into the meal somewhere else, but something simple, but something to kind of just wet my whistle. And I love the theming in Jacques Lindsay's, so there's that. Yeah. Chocolate is a good place. Are the pretzels uh, big pretzels? Like it actually doesn't say. I got my menu off of uh, touring plans. I don't think it's one of those huge pretzels that they have. I think they're offering a very big pretzel now uh, un- until the end of the week as a. Uh, it's supposed to be a jumbo pretzel and it's supposed to be a uh, tie-in with Ant Man or something like that. Saw that with the pretzels uh, really? hanging down, yeah. you know, for the big metal sort of stand where we sat up. The place uh, that you have a sauce along with it as well. It looked really nice. Yeah, the place that you really want to go if you want to go in Orlando to get a really good jumbo pretzel. As far as the theme parks, believe it or not, you want to go over to uh, Universal City Walk and you go to the NBC Grill and Brew. They have these huge pretzels, and they're just they're they're butter lined and they are amazing. And they're just they they're like the size of a bicycle bicycle wheel. <laughs> Definitely worth going to for. All right, gentlemen, and with that, we're going to move on to our entree round. So let's keep the same order. Tim, it's all you. All righty. Well, I am heading out of Paddlefish and heading over to the boathouse. So, walking into the boathouse, Stephen's going to kill me. Um, <laughs> walking into the boathouse. <laughs> I am going to order the 28-ounce porterhouse. I'm going to go ahead and just ignore that. I'm going to ignore that for two thing. That's pshaw. Pshaw. I will be adding the whole main lobster. And also, I am going to stack some Brussels sprouts on the side of that. Guess he healthy. And with that, I am also going to take a look at their wine list and see what kind of maybe a nice uh, Pinot Grigio that's going to go with that seafood and then see what kind of cab salve they're going to have as far as a, a red wine to pair with that steak. Mm. See, we tend to only have Brussels sprouts over here at Christmas. <laughs> so you'll, um, yeah. so if anyone could maybe meet me at uh, the boathouse with a wheelbarrow to take me to my next stop because, uh, <laughs> After the seafood tower, all the drinks, and then after this, uh, yeah, I may be immobile. Yes, somebody, somebody that pushes the amount of iron that you do, the porterhouse should be an easy steak for you. If I can take down a 16-ounce chuck with no problem, that porterhouse is going to go down real easy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Chuck oh, was Christy. about two ten. <laughs> mm. Really? Oh, yeah, he is kind of a tiny feller. So. I was making faces at Tim earlier on because obviously he's just following me, and I'm following him about the park. Uh, I am going to the boathouse as well, and it's probably it's not a. a big thing for probably Americans to have but I'm going to go for the barbecue shrimp and grits I've just got into that sort of stuff with the, grit, the grits and 
having like shrimp going through it. I've started making it over here as well. Grips isn't really a thing that you get over in the UK. Uh, so to have it over there in America is just something different. And they order it up with the, the jalapeno, which again gives it a wee bit more spice. The pimento cheese and smoky barbecue sauce and some Carolina slaw. It's a really different sort of, sort of accompaniment, the grits. And it's not, as I said, it's not something we have over here. It's like potatoes or chips or anything like that. We don't have like a, a cereal-based sort of meal, uh, especially for a main course. Uh, but I just think that'd be great, especially with the, the, the huge shrimps. We get shrimps over here. It's probably the size of your thumbnail, whereas the shrimps over in America are could be the size of your head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I love seafood as well. But If you uh, want some grits, true. man, we got whole aisles in the in the publics dedicated to grits. I'll send you some grits. <laughs> got a couple of packets still left. Uh, but uh, I've not had it in a wee while. So I sort of brought it back into the fore. So I'm trying to keep off the carbs in it. So uh, but it might just be a wee special. and just maybe make some of them. But grits isn't a carb, it's a comfort food. <laughs> well, it's a bit like Disney. It says there's no calories at Disney. There's no calories in my house either. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess um, we everybody's ever been a paddlefish already, so I'm going to go, as you guys walk out, I'm going to walk in. <laughs> you know, it was like, like, trying to, like trying to avoid Kyle Day, you know. I understand. But... You know, their their menu looks ex, exquisite. It's a good word for you. Good SAT word for you. But I'm going to go down to the seafood boil and the build your own seafood boil. Instead of choose two items, you can do king crab, snow crab, clams and mussels, shrimp, lobster, and serve with Plant City Farmer's Market corn, new taters, and cornbread. And all the stuff's all local. All the uh, veggies are all local. But I'm going to build my seafood boil with the king crab and the clams and mussels. And then I'm going to throw the lobster on the side. And the shrimp, too. Channel four. Clams and mussels and crab. Yeah, clams and mussels is one. Yeah. So, yeah, I get the crabs and clams. That's <laughs> what you did right there. <laughs> um, drink menu, again, nothing really too outstanding. Yeah, um, American craft beers. What can I get? What can I get? I never... I hate fat tire. You know what? Sam Adams. Don't give me Sam Adams again. That's that's good with a seafood boil. Excellent. And I'm going to go over to Raglan Road. I'm going to have one of their house beers. I think the red. And with that, I am going to have the goat figure salad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm pulling up what that is in a moment because every time I go to bring up my phone, it goes down. So the goat figure salad spelled G-O with A-T in parentheses and F-I-G with the U-R-E. So we can say go at figure salad or goat figure salad is Irish goat cheese terrains made with sautéed garlic, shallots, and shiitake mushrooms in an herb breadcrumb crust, served with fig jam, roasted beets, 
toasted walnuts and mixed greens. And I'm, for a little protein, I'm going to add grilled chicken to that. Uh, I'm saving room for my dessert. I was going to go over to Morimoto and have a plate of lo mein, but I was thinking after pretzels, more uh, carbs on top of that. I'm not going to want to eat my dessert, so I figure a little bit of greens to uh, just kind of just keep me full, but not too full to really indulge in my dessert this time around. Uh, by the time you walk over there, you'll be burning off the carbs anyway. From Jacques Lindsay's mm-hmm. to... Uh, to, uh, to Raglan Road? It's not that far. Yeah, I was going to say, they're right, they're right across from each up. other. Check out how we out here. And with that, let's move on to our dessert round, gentlemen. Yay! Tim, where are you going? I am actually heading to uh, Giardelli. And can't do it, Tim. Jesus, it's a uh, you got me. You got me. It's you got me. Yeah, I got you. But it's a uh, it's a it's a quick service. Oh, shoot. come on, Tim. Oh, okay, okay. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang All on. All right, so we'll move on. Yeah, move, move on, move on, real quick, please. Sorry, no problem. We got to stretch the shows um, to the next one, my friend. Hey, no, Tim. No, no. Hey, hey, Tim. Why don't you go to Joffrey's, get your drink, and think about what you're going to get. Well, that's on the way there. You know what? That's a damn good idea. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm heading over to Joffrey's. Uh, I'm going to head to the smoothie kiosk. I mean, uh, no, you can't go kiosk. Damn it! No, 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 no. For Joffrey's, for Joffrey's, for Joffrey's you, can. you can do whatever. Joffrey's is one of <laughs> okay. our sponsors. We'll we'll make we'll make the uh, we'll make that adjustment for Joffrey's. All right. Okay. Well, I am heading to Joffrey's uh, smoothies kiosk and. I am actually going to go ahead and pick up a tropical sunset. And it's just orange juice, strawberries, bananas, and yogurt. It's always time for Joffrey's anyway. Absolutely. And while you look for another restaurant to go have your dessert at, Stephen, where are you going? Which is quite good if he's actually doing that, because I might actually get in front of him since we've been going to the same places every time. Uh, I'm heading over to homecoming. And just when we were talking about moonshine earlier on, it's to do a shine cake over there. Yes. Which is a sort of awesome. adult only butter cakes soaked with moonshine syrup, uh, served with seasonal fruit, uh, and a scoop of vanilla ice cream. I had it and I couldn't drive afterwards for about an hour. <laughs> I was reading online that somebody was saying that said if you're going there for the taste of the, the alcohol, this is it's a bit of a disappointment. So it's actually quite good to hear if you've been there and it is actually soaked in it. So you actually feel as if you're actually getting a wee bit of the, the alcohol burn as well. Uh, and serve you a wee bit of ice cream. Vanilla is the best ice cream you can get anyway with any sort of dessert. Uh, and it just sort of ties it over. So it gives it that sort of, although it's soaked, it says in moonshine, it says it gives it that wee bit of sort of wetness as well just to take it over the edge so i just think that sounds fantastic and it is definitely something i'm going to get when i go and it's only ten dollars a shot which i think is really quite good for that sort of thing yeah um i'm also still trying to figure out what i want to get but on the way there i'm going to 
Actually, I thought leave Paddlefish and go out and get me a Joffrey's uh, smoothie bar. I'm about to pass Tim, say, hey, what's up? And get me a mango tango because everybody loves Uncle Ted. Um, passion fruit juice, pineapples, mango, papaya, coconut cream. Okay, hold the coconut cream and yogurt, add vodka. So that should be good right there. And then I'm going to waddle or walk over to any meeny miny mo, and I'm going to pick. Oh crap! Where'd it go? I lost it. No. All right. I'm going well, to boathouse. I'm going to boathouse because everybody's going to boathouse. I'm following them around because everybody's avoiding me, so I'm going to follow them around, just being more annoying. And what are you having at boathouse? I'm going to get me a good old fashioned root beer. Float. Straight root beer. No. None of that crappy my father stuff, just straight root beer and vanilla ice cream. But then once I grab that, I'm get to go and then walk over to Goofy's candy shop and get my three pounds of peanut butter fudge. <laughs> my son always wanted his root beer for his Christmas one year. He always wanted to try and taste it because he's about as big as American as I am. And we got him it. And there's this thing over here that you sort of put on like cuts and abrasions on your skin called germaline and that's what it tasted and smelt like so root beer is definitely not something that i would want to try again <laughs> you gotta let the, you gotta let the ice cream melt into the root beer make kind of like a kind of like a um a uh, a loose milkshake it's a latte sort of thing that's amazing dude so you need shrimp and grits and, and root beer float you'd be you'd be almost <laughs> southern Actually, though, I prefer my root beer made by the Amish. They make some amazing root beer over there. Yeah, yeah. And birch beer on top of that. So definitely, if you're ever up in Amish country, definitely go for some of that. They're definitely better than their electronics. So get your hat, get your chair, and get your root beer. Yes. Those marble machines that they come up with, too, are, are awesome, too. So I'm going to give Tim a little bit more time to uh, figure out where he's going. And I am going to uh, make my visit to the boathouse. And I'm going to bring you guys along because I'm getting the baked Alaska for four. It is a s'mores baked Alaska. It's a, it's $40. Ooh. It's served with a graham cracker crust, Rocky Road ice cream, toasted marshmallows, and milk chocolate. On my way over there, I'm going to have one of those orange sunsets from the Joffrey's kiosk. And that is how I'm going to end my meal, celebrating with my buddies on the Mickey Dudes podcast. Well, is the big Alaskan thing like, like a foot tall? Yes, I thing? believe so. It, it serves four. Oh, yes. yes. It's, it's basically their, sign, it's their signature dessert. It's expensive, but it is not made for one person. So, Right. Well, if you do four, it's actually not a bad price. Yeah, no. For four, that's actually really good, if anything. Mm -hmm. uh, the other, which, by the way, I know I'm uh, getting off topic, but I'm giving Tim a little bit more of a uh, time to research on the fly. The other really good value over at D Disney Springs is if you go to the Coca-Cola store and go onto the rooftop bar and ask for the... Uh, you ask for the soda. You ask for the float flight. They'll give you like five small floats of different sodas with the ice cream. It's it's a dessert in itself for really? each one. Yeah, 
It's they're, they're Dixie cups full, but you get like a whole bunch. You get like a whole bunch of mini ice cream sodas for ten dollars. It's a it's a great dessert. So yeah, Coke floats up there. Yes. Well, Coke, the root Coke, beer floats. Coke products they'll they'll do. So they'll they'll do Barks root beer is one of them. They'll do a Coke. They'll do they'll do some type of flavored Fanta, something like Ew. something like that. I did not see that. Son of a. Well, you can't, a lounge. you can't because it's uh, well, no, it's it's still considered quick service, so we can always no. redo that for next time. Well, just uh, I'm not trying to be a, a arguer arguer here, right, right there. But I just looked at Coca Cola, mm-hmm. and it says meal period lounge. Okay, I was just on um, on my touring plans. It was saying quick service, so that's why I yeah. So it it's a float it's a float tray. Enjoy eight domestic flavors of Coca Cola products and with vanilla ice cream for ten dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, it's a really it's a really great yeah. value for anybody, especially if you're on a budget and you want to kind of have something sweet. Especially if you have a group with you for a family, you know, you could split a whole bunch of those. Yeah, and it works out very well. But they also got a, a 24 ounce root beer or any kind of float you want for five dollars. Hmm, there you That's, go. I need to go to Coca Cola. We store will then. definitely be we will definitely be uh, revisiting this for our uh, Disney Springs quick service romp. On doing I know where the I'm same going. Thing. So, yes. Oh, and they have a they have a uh, actual cocktail called Beverly's Revenge that has Beverly mixed in with some other stuff. It actually makes Bever- Beverly tolerable. Really good with that. I don't believe you. You have to try it. For, it. It's one of those things. Try it when you get down there. All right. With that said, Tim, do you have a dessert? Yes, I do. I am heading to Splitsville, and I am going to get the deli. The Giardelli Brownie a la mode Sunday. Nice. I love how you found that loophole. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh nice triple chocolate brownie with hot fudge um some chocolate syrup also with a uh, nice little cherry on top a little whipped cream and i'm gonna pair it with uh just a good old-fashioned guinness the chocolate malt and uh nice uh bitter hop finish on it should uh should dry out nicely goes uh nice contrast to the uh the sweetness Excellent. Well, I'm all for playing the loopholes here. If you can find them, go for them. This was quite fun. I think the biggest loophole we've had is that everybody went to the boathouse. <laughs> and it just seemed as if we stayed here all night. <laughs> boathouse and paddlefish. Folks, that's where uh, you got to go. Everything else in Disney Springs sucks. Yeah, well, you know what? Actually... We're going to be stuck with a wait if they go there. So uh, we'll go there. Everybody else, I heard really good things about T-Rex. Go over there. Yeah. And bongos. <laughs> yes, and bongos. And wait to get into Rainforest Cafe that's no longer there. <laughs> Rainforest is gone? Yeah. Really? Wow. I actually had, I, I went to a rainforest in Niagara Falls, and I actually quite enjoyed the food. I had the... Uh, soup and sandwich combo and it was quite it was quite filling and quite tasty it was a uh, tomato it was a creamy tomato bisque with a chicken salad sandwich and it just hit the spot at that time so i won't do it in disney because there's so many other better places to eat 
But if I'm going to do a Landry's restaurant in Walt Disney World, I'm going to Yak and Yeti at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. But we can always talk about the merits of Yak and Yeti at another time. Gentlemen, let's go around the table and tell everybody where we could be found at the various social medias. Steven, where are you? Yeah, you can get me on Facebook and for under Stephen Maxwell and on Twitter as SJM Disney. Kyle, what about you? I'm on Instagram at DizPipe. And have I swore yet? No. Mm. Tim, where are you? He's not here. Okay, well, we seem to have lost Tim. You can find Tim at plain underscore Tim. You can find me at Figments Reality on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find the Mickey Dudes on all of the various social medias, our Facebook fan page, our uh, Twitter, and for Instagram, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Have a zippity doo day. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon F- it. Mm-hmm.